0: A billion dollars. You want to check out that ring? What's up, TMZ? How would you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up,
1: man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guys, Lucas Widman, Edward Lewis. Uh, fellas, we're going to start with... Um, an absolutely monumental loss in the sports world arguably the greatest college basketball coach of all time bob knight passed away at the age of 83 years old on wednesday we're going to get into a bunch with coach knight his accolades some of the things that happened on the court Uh, but first this was Look, I wouldn't say it was shocking news because I think if you know people in the basketball world, they would tell you guys that Bob Knight had been dealing with dementia and was uh, obviously not in the greatest of health. But uh, on Wednesday, Edward, his family released a statement and still obviously uh, a bit of a punch to, to the gut to hear that Bob Knight was gone. Yeah,
2: kind of out of nowhere they, they released this lengthy statement. They said it is with heavy hearts that we share that Coach Bob Knight passed away at his home in Bloomington, surrounded by his family. Uh, we are grateful for all the thoughts and prayers and appreciate." The continued respect for our privacy as Coach requests a private family gathering, which is being honored. We will continue to celebrate his life and remember him today and forever as a beloved husband, father, coach, and friend. What's interesting too is they also uh, asked for donations to some some causes that that Bob was a, a, a proponent of. So hmm. uh, they use the opportunity, you know, to hopefully provide some good and stuff. But yeah, very very sad loss for the basketball community.
1: Y- y- yeah, I mean, I think Bob Knight's one of those figures, and and he hasn't been around lately. He'd been laying low because of the the uh, health issues, but it, he's somebody you can go forward to 50, 75, years from now. I don't think Bob Knight will ever be forgotten. I mean, you, you think about some of the things that Bob Knight accomplished. So he wins three national championships. He had one NBA All-Star, one player who, who went on to be an NBA All-Star in uh, Isaiah Thomas. But he still continually fielded an excellent basketball team. 29 seasons he was at Indiana, 24 times he makes the uh, NCAA tournament, three times he wins the national championship. Guys, he went to the final four five times, won 902 games over the course of his 42-season career, which, of course, it started at Army as a 24-year-old. He was so young, he had a young player. You might recognize this guy's name, Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski. He was uh, Coach K's Coach. He then was his mentor when Coach K worked for five seasons at Indiana. I mean, it's almost impossible to list out all of this guy's accomplishments. Uh, the AP Coach of the Year three times, Big Ten Coach of the Year eight times, Hall of Famer, a uh, College Basketball Hall of Famer. I mean, there is almost nothing that Bob Knight didn't accomplish. And yes. There were controversial methods, and the stuff wouldn't fly now, but he didn't coach now. He coached when he coached, and I, for my money at least, there's nobody better than Bob Knight ever, period.
3: And speaking of the best ever, um, we actually uh, caught Bobby Knight out in uh, D.C. back in 2017. And if you can see right there, he was walking alongside a fellow goat, Jim Brown. And wow. it's just sad to see because, you both. know, 2023, we lose both of these guys, and they were just legends in their own sports.
1: Yeah, that, that was the, literally, Lucas, the last time that we had seen them. And uh, they were, you know, near the Capitol doing uh, something together. But uh, yeah, you talk about two guys. Jim Brown might be the greatest football player player of all time, and Bobby might be the best basketball coach of all time. And uh, unfortunate to see those two uh, great sports figures go. Like we said, um, they're gone now. These are two men who will never be forgotten. Now, uh, before we end this and move on, and we're going to have a, a special treat, actually, later in the show, because we talked to Steve Alford. Steve Alford, who, of course, went on to a coach at UCLA, is now the head coach at Nevada, He was an incredible basketball player for Bobby Knight. He played for him for four seasons. They won a national championship, fellas. And Steve was just tremendous, a tremendous, tremendous player. Actually left the school as Indiana's all-time leading scorer. The record has since been broken. But one of the best. We had a chance to speak with Steve later. Here's just a glimpse of that. We're going to run the full interview a little bit later on.
4: He came into my home. I was fortunate. I was a coach's kid, so my dad. I grew up in a coach's home, and when he made his home visit to our home in Newcastle, he's he only gave me four promises. He said, "You'll play with great teammates." That I have incredible teammates. <laughs> yeah. You'll play for championships. That happened both conference and nationally. Uh, you're going to get your degree. That happened in four years, and you're going to have a friend for life. What he's meant to me in the coaching profession, and and how he's helped me there, um, I'm very appreciative of. 63rd season.
2: That was the Texas Rangers, as you heard Joe Davis on the call there, saying that they won the World Series uh, for the first time in their, their long storied franchise history. It's been over 60 years. Uh, Corey Seager got the action started late in the game, getting a, breaking up Zach Gallen's no-hitter, Nathan Uvalde pitched out of a lot of jams, and they ended up winning 5-0, took the series 4-1. Uh, everybody went crazy afterward, as we mentioned. It's been six decades since, they, <laughs> since they've been able to celebrate something like this. Uh, and afterward, obviously, the party was on in the locker room. Check out all this. I mean, there is so much beer and so much bubbly that was popped after this win. I think you're going to be I've surprised. never seen so many Budweiser.
3: <laughs> you guys just wrote history in Texas. Yes. Congrats, yes. world champions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're singing Creed, and I love Creed. When I was young, Creed, that was like the hot band. Connor Green knows this, one of our producers. You are never closer to God than when you are listening to Creed, but (laughs) why are they singing Creed, Lucas? Why? It's 2023. So
3: Creed has kind of had a a second wind here, especially (laughs) through the Texas Rangers and also through uh, Kirk Cousins and the uh, Minnesota Vikings over on the (laughs) NFL side. But so the Rangers, like were obsessed with Creed throughout this entire playoff run, also in the regular season, to the point where they were, you know, listening to their songs all the time in the locker room. And then even the fans in the crowd would sing along (laughs) and get really hyped and everything. And then of course you see them listening to Hire and singing along in the locker room. It's a full circle moment for them. And apparently it's working. So uh, let's see if uh, other teams next year uh, find their band to go behind or or maybe even some Creed again. It it ain't
1: working for the Vikings. Yeah,
3: well, well, it's
1: funny because creed
3: actually went to a playoff game earlier in the playoffs and uh the rangers got rocked so i don't know if they're necessarily a good look charm in person but their music definitely was a hit
1: former nfl receiver devin funches is no stranger to position changes but the wide receiver turned tight end is now looking to make an even bigger transition. Find out which new sport he plans to play professionally when Devin joins us next on TNC Sports.
3: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in the no shoppers get the best savings. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers
1: get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike, Ed, and Lucas, fellas. Devin Funchess, the former standout NFL wide receiver. This guy, obviously, at one time was uh, Cam Newton's top target. Caught a ton of touchdown passes and is still only 29 years old, but he has retired from playing football. He's not retired from sports in general, though, and is actually attempting to do something very interesting. Yeah, he is playing basketball, fellas, and actually has hopes of playing in the NBA. So Devin, who, again, still in his 20s, is uh, currently playing for Statham Academy. Now, they are overseas. In the Philippines, playing in a basketball tournament. It's called Asia Basket, and uh, and he is playing. You see him. He's an incredible athlete. I had a chance to talk to Devin this week. He's across the world. What are you trying to accomplish, Devin? What's the ultimate dream? Here's the former NFL star.
0: My goal is the NBA. You know, get a get a few seasons over there, just like I did in the NFL, and just. To be able to compete against the best players in the world, that'd be a a, a a blessing to me. You know, I've done it in the football realm already, and it's yeah. nothing but dedication, repetition, and, and and just having fun.
1: Do you have the ability? Is is your game on that level where where you can realistically play in the NBA at some point?
0: Yeah, most definitely. I've uh, I've worked with all the NBA trainers. Uh, I've worked with. uh, The trainers that's from overseas played against Mike Beasley, Amari Stoudemire, John Wall, played against everybody pretty much already. And uh, I believe myself I can keep up with them from the feedback I got from the coaches and everybody else's, my athletic ability and what I have is something that you can't coach. And my experience from going and playing in the Super Bowl, you can't coach that wisdom as well. So I'm a rookie with any uh, organization that I am a part of, and it's just my thing is I'm humble. I come in, go to work, understand that I do have to have a role, just like I had a role in football. So it's nothing to try to shake up a system or organization. Yeah. It's just an opportunity, just to have an impact on the team and as, as any way I can possible.
2: He probably said it best there himself in that clip, his, his athleticism. I, yeah. I remember watching him in, in, in the NFL for all those years, like he would just jump over people. And I remember you could watch those, those broadcasts of some of those old games. He used to mention at times that he has a basketball background and that's right. why he's able to leap over everybody and make those high point catches. So uh, it's obviously a long shot. We, we know yeah. this, I mean, it's very hard to make the NBA, oh, even very, when you're yeah. 18 years old and you've been doing your whole life and right. the NFL wasn't involved,
1: but he is only 29 years old. He's a freak athlete. Yeah, I, I was surprised at that Ed. that he was still only 29 years old because I feel like we've been watching him for a while now. I, I, was, I was expecting him to be 35 years old, not in his 20s. Yeah, I
2: agree, I agree. I expected him to be in his 30s as well when I looked it up. But yes, yeah. I, I just think if anybody's going to be able to do it, he's certainly one of the top 20, 30, 50 athletes I would say could do it. So good yeah. luck, then.
3: <laughs> one thing that i really cared about was the fact that he said i don't want to like go in and disrupt an entire team i yeah. want to go and just have an impact and be able to help as much as i can he's not going in there and trying to be lebron james no you know so i think this is actually an attainable goal for him and i think we might actually see this a bit more in the future where there these guys who maybe their football careers didn't go necessarily as they had planned but they're so talented these guys are like aliens at this
1: point now where they can do anything I can see this happening for sure. Just even as you guys are talking and and we're running the the highlights, the the way he dunks the ball with absolute ease. I mean, like Ed said, he is an incredible, incredible athlete. We've seen guys before. We've obviously seen baseball players play uh, in the NFL. I I don't know if we've seen an NFL player who has also played in the NBA. So uh, perhaps Devin Funchess here can make some history. I I think we're uh, all rooting for him. As we spoke about earlier in the show, uh, the uh, legendary uh, coach Bob Knight uh, passed away yesterday. His, his family announced and um, we now welcome, um, you know, uh, maybe his his greatest player ever. Uh, won a national championship with coach four years at Indiana. Uh, great coach uh, in his uh, own respect, uh, Steve Alford. Coach, thank you so much for, for doing this. Uh, I, I can only imagine how how difficult of a a time it's been. How are you doing?
4: Thank you. Um, You know, we're getting through it. Um, It's never easy. Um, You know, I think it goes so much deeper than coach being our coach. If you're a former player or you knew that uh, he was so much more than that. He was a mentor. He was a father figure. He taught us about life as much as he did um, playing the game of basketball, which was Immense. Uh, he right. was as good as he got on the court, but um, I think his legacy will be a lot of what he's done. Why he was on the court teaching us were all life skills as well. That's helped a vast number of his former players be highly successful uh, once their second career started, and that's always been something that in our program now we talk about. That you know, players think we're all going to play until we're. 40, 50 years old, it doesn't happen that way. We're going to have second careers and coaches always there to prepare us and always there to help uh, once those careers started outside of the game.
1: You know, coach, people will talk about uh, all of the wins and the the three national championships, the five final fours and, you know, maybe, uh, you know, some of the things that happen on the court with the passion. What don't we know about? Coach Knight, though, that what what didn't we see? And I think you probably just touched on it a bit uh, with your first answer there. But what, what don't we know about uh, this legendary figure?
4: Yeah, you know, he was the general. And, you know, just like, um, you know, he had time Army and West Point. You know, it was, um, you know, I think that's who he was. That uh, if you look at his kind of his mentors, that's uh, the way they coached. Yeah. And um, he brought that toughness to him. He brought that. He only let so many people get in uh, to who he was. He wanted that mystique, and and as people that played under him, well, you you'd go through a wall for him, and you knew how he was going to prepare you. Um, I think his will to prepare, uh, his understanding of winning, his self discipline. Uh, all of his teams were so disciplined. Um, very seldom. Did Bob Knight teams beat themselves? Um, you had to play well. You had to go beat beat uh, Indiana teams. And uh, that's a tribute to how good he was as a coach. But I think people don't get to see is how caring he was, how loving he was. Uh, he loved his players. He loved his team. He loved his school. Um, and he was always giving back. Uh, he didn't always want you to see it because I think he needed that mystique of um, I'm the general And it's going to be my way um, or you can find somewhere else. And I think you understood that as a player. And, you know, today you talk about culture. I mean, that's a big word now. And, you know, I kind of laugh uh, when I hear all about that. When you you play at Indiana, it's built in. Uh, You knew what you were getting into uh, playing for Coach Knight. That culture was already there. Uh, And it was Coach Knight's way. And you better understand that way before you get there uh, or you won't make it and um it was a highly successful way again like i said not just what he taught on the court but what we took away as players off the court
1: how about the influence he had on you coach and and the tremendous career you had as a player the tremendous career you've obviously had as a as a head coach how about the impact that coach knight had on you
4: yeah you know he came into my home i was fortunate i was a coach's kid so my dad i grew up in a coach's home and when he made his home visit to our home in newcastle he's He only gave me four promises. He said, "You'll play with great teammates." That I have incredible teammates. (laughs) You'll play for championships. That happened both conference and nationally. Uh, You're going to get your degree. That happened in four years, and you're going to have a friend for life. And those were the promises coach made. You know, I'm not sure there are all coaches throughout the country are making those type of promises. Um, Those were promises that I had to go earn. I had to go work for. Right. Um, But he helped develop those things. I was just a a scrawny kid about a buck 50 going off to play in the big 10 and he took a gamble on me and you know so i appreciate that more than anything and then the friendships we've had since leaving indiana and and graduating what he's meant to me in the coaching profession and and how he's helped me there um i'm very appreciative of
1: you get the feeling coach you're you're never going to see another guy like bob knight uh unfortunately right i mean he one of a kind and I, i don't see his uh his kind coming around anymore. And, and that's, that's sad.
4: No, cause we need, we need more of those, yeah. uh, we need more coach nights, more Dean Smiths, you know, the, the list goes on and yeah. on of, uh, some of the greats, uh, not either have passed or have retired. Um, there's been a lot of those great ones that, uh, coaches like myself learn from. Um, and now, you know, the game's changed. Times have changed. There's a lot of t- changes in our rules that have, have changed and players obviously are maybe in a, a much better place financially right but i'm not sure they're in a better place of being ready for life uh and that's the scary part um and those coaches that and i was very fortunate to play for one and coach night um i knew he prepared me most for when i got out of basketball and started my second career
1: Yeah, and it shows how well he prepared you coach thank you so much i coach nevada had a scrimmage last night i know and uh i know everyone wants to talk to you today i appreciate appreciate your time so much thank you very much
4: thank you so much i appreciate it thanks for having me
1: travis kelsey and taylor swift they're the biggest couple in the world right now seem to be all anyone's talking about but before travis was going out with taylor he was in a, a pretty big celebrity relationship, too, with Kayla Nicole. Kayla Nicole, of course, there she is. You would always see her and uh, Travis. They were basically attached at the hip. They're not together anymore. They've obviously since broken up. But she's not hiding. And Kayla Nicole, despite everyone talking about her ex's new girlfriend, still very much in the public eye.
3: Absolutely. Uh, very much so at the Lakers versus Clippers game last night because she was courtside, front and center, celebrating her early 32nd birthday. But you know, brings the point that she was been in the news over the past week kind of talking about how Travis has moved on with Taylor and how she unfollowed uh, both Patrick and Brittany Mahomes to distance herself yeah. and to protect herself because a lot of people, especially Swifties, you know, they will look at Travis's dating history and she's right at the top of it because they dated for so long and were together but she's not looking affected by any of this at all. She had a big smile on her face enjoying
1: herself and looked great doing it too. Yeah, whatever look that is I affected, not affected, it's working.
2: She also had better seats than 99% of the people in the <laughs> arena. I mean, yeah, how did she do that? I have no idea. I mean, these seats had to be considering it's Clippers and Lakers and all the hoopla around, I mean, right? Jeremy Renner has worse seats than Kayla Nicole. Congrats to her.
1: Jeremy Renner's probably like, I got run over by a 15,000 pound tank. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla and Nicole, better seats. <laughs> All right, guys, we are out of time. We've got a good one tomorrow, though. Obviously, Josh McDaniels is out in Las Vegas. Antonio Pierce is the interim coach, but the Raiders need a full-time head coach, and there is a former Raiders star and an NFL star who is dead serious about this job. He wants it. Tomorrow, we are going to talk to former NFL star wide receiver Andre Risen about this job. He wants to be Raiders head coach. That's tomorrow, fellas. See that?